0: Hello, Frenzies, and welcome to Episode 8, Season 1, of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. I am your host, Jessica Martin, and today I thought we would talk about how to make new teacher friendships. Every time I bring up friendships on social media, this is always a really hot topic. A lot of people are feeling sad, lonely, depressed, unhappy with their current friendships, so I thought I would come on and just give you some quick tips and tricks for how to meet new teacher friends that are going to fill your life with so much joy and happiness. All right, let's get on with the show. Are you feeling a little burnt out and exhausted this school year? Healthy Teacher Happy Teacher Podcast is here to get you through the hard weeks. We will be tackling tough topics while addressing self-care tips and tricks to help you live your best life. I'm your host, Jessica Martin a coffee drinking teacher and tech coach working on my own health journey as I pursue happiness in my teacher life. I am so happy you're here with me today and I can't wait to share all the things with you. Let's get on with the show. Before we begin, I just wanted to say thank you so much for letting me be a part of your day today. I really appreciate you and I'm just thankful that you're here listening. There are two things you could do that would just fill my heart with joy after you listen to this show. If you could, leave me a review on iTunes, like a written review. Those are what really fuel podcasts and get the word out about them and make make our lives so much better as just getting those written reviews. And then the second thing you could do is just take a screenshot of yourself listening, whether you're in the car or at home or it's just a screenshot of your phone, listening to the podcast, just so I know who's out there. And tag me on Instagram, post it on your stories. Um, Let me know what your favorite episode is. I love hearing from you. Welcome back to Episode 8 of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. I am your host, Jessica Martin. I do go by the Whimsical Teacher online. And today's episode is going to be all about adult friendships. Whenever I talk about friendships on my Instagram account, I get so many messages from teachers that are having a hard time maintaining friendships, finding new friendships, maybe with toxic friendships. I get a lot of messages about it. A few weeks ago, I just, I kind of asked a random question um, I wish people knew, right? Like I wish people knew this about me fill in the blank. Like what do you want people to know about you totally anonymous just to see? I remember a teacher did that in her class and then learned so much. She was all over the news and I just thought, what if I did that with my Instagram audience just to try to figure out like what what are teachers going through and what can I better help teachers with? And there was just a lot, a lot of stress, a lot of depression out there. But I got a lot of people saying that they were lonely and they didn't have any teacher friends and they felt completely isolated. And I talked to a lot of people one-on-one and, you know, a lot of teachers, they move away from friends and family in order to get a job because a lot of the teaching jobs are in these rural communities. I work in a really small town. I moved four hours away from home for my first teaching job. And even moving four hours away, I still had like a 70-mile commute. Sometimes you have to move really far away to get the job you want to, you know, make your dreams come true. But it can be a really lonely road in doing that. So I just thought we would Touch a little bit on, you know, struggles with teacher friendships. Like, why? Why is it so hard for us to connect with each other? And then maybe I can give you some techniques and strategies to find teacher friends that can support you, and you know, recognize when you've found a healthy teacher friendship relationship. Um, I, I I think I'm finally at the point where, you know, I join social media because I was lacking teacher friends. And the reason I joined is I felt very isolated at my school. I kind of felt like everyone was in this good old boy club and I wasn't a part of it. That's just the way I felt. I've always kind of felt like a misfit though. This wasn't anything new in my life. It wasn't like all of a sudden, oh no, I became a teacher. But the, the friends I had made in the big city that I lived in, those friends are all working swing shift jobs and they really didn't understand my new teacher lifestyle. It was just very foreign to them and there wasn't a lot of areas that we could connect on anymore. And so I had to kind of sever some of those relationships. And it wasn't because I didn't click with those people or that, you know, we weren't friends anymore. But one, I just didn't have time to hang out grading papers and planning on my weekends. I didn't have time to drive four hours across the middle of the desert to go hang out with my old friends and go grab coffee with them when they got off of their swing shift jobs. I just didn't have time for it anymore. So I found myself very isolated and alone. And I, when I joined teacher social media, I found that there was a community of people in this club called Teach Happy Membership. And it was like a monthly fee that you paid. And through that website, which doesn't exist anymore, I found a lot of teacher friendships. And I learned a lot about teacher friendships. So I thought we'd just kind of talk a little bit about my journey, things I've learned, and then hopefully give you some pointers for creating your own online community. So you can feel like you have teacher friends who are supportive as well. Let's talk first about making friends inside your building, in your community. What can you do in real life to make teacher friends? I'm really not the best at this part. <laughs> My number one tip, though, would be say yes. If someone invites you to go do something, just say yes. If you get invited to a party or a bingo night or a bunco night or to someone's house for Whatever it is, a barbecue, just say yes. It's, you're going to want to say no because you're exhausted. And if you're an introvert like me, hanging out with people makes you even more exhausted. So you're, you're going to want to say no. And I urge you that if you, if you are feeling a little lonely, if you feel like you don't really click and get along with people, start saying yes to more activities and that will open you up to more people. So that's always my first tip is just say yes. And I go to a lot of teacher meetups and there's a lot of side meetups when you sign up for these meetups and I never regret saying yes to any of them, not once because I always meet people that I connect with. I've met some of my best friends from saying yes. So kind of change your mindset from I'm too tired, no, I wanna go home. And get in my pajamas and watch Netflix to, yeah, sure, why not? I can give up an hour of my time and just see what's, what's going on with this. Just switch your focus from always saying no and start saying yes to things. Okay, so you've been saying yes and you're still maybe not clicking with people in real life. Well, that's when you can use the internet to go find yourself some more teacher friends. You'd be surprised, but most states... In the United States, have teacher meetups at least once a year. There are like teacher meetups in these states, and you can go to Facebook and search groups and just type in your state name and then type in teacher meetup or, you know, your state name and teachers. And I found that almost every state has a Facebook group for teachers and that those teachers get together at least once a year. Some of the teacher meetup groups get together every month and you go to these teacher meetups and you meet strangers off the internet, but you're meeting people that are in your same shoes. These people don't have tons of teacher friends at work and that's why they're looking beyond their school Walls, right? So you're gonna find people that you really click and connect with. A lot of them are gonna be outside the box thinkers. They're gonna be the teachers that are doing the fun and, and wild experiments, and they're taking risks with their teaching and they're doing things without asking for permission. And you're gonna find your people when you go to these teacher meetups. Um, if you if you can't find a group, to join like that, then I would recommend looking at your social media and look at the people that you're following. Look at the the teacher celebrities and then look at who is interacting with those same people that you love. Identify four or five people that you're like, oh, I just love everything that this person puts out. This person is just always speaking to my soul. And when you find those kind of connections, you know, of course you can message those teacher celebrities. I hate calling them celebrities, but you know, the teachers that have tons of followers, of course you can message them, but understand that they're getting a lot of messages (laughs) and they're probably not going to be able to really dedicate a lot of their time to building a friendship with you. But You can interact with people commenting on their photos. You can interact with other people that are drawn to this person. And those people are going to be your new teacher besties. That's how I met all my teacher besties is that I started communicating with people. Like I was following these big teachers. And I, I found a few that I really, really liked. And when they were doing like live videos or they were posting on Instagram or Facebook, I was interacting with their fans like, hey, I really like this person too. You like this person? I like this person. We have something in common. And usually it wasn't necessarily the person that we were liking, but it was the message they were putting out into the world. So we would bond over this positive message or this teaching idea. And that's honestly how I made a lot of my friends. And what would happen is we would start messaging, you know, private messages back and forth. And then we're like, hey, do you want to take this off of Facebook or Instagram instead of doing this, would you like to text message? Would you like to talk on Marco Polo? That's a video chat app. Would you like to talk on Voxer? Most teachers will say yes to chatting with you on Voxer because it's like a walkie talkie app. You don't need to do your hair or makeup or or look pretty. It's just a walkie talkie app where you can leave each other messages with your voice throughout the day. And that's a really great way if you're looking to make teacher friends to just kind of start. So I I would start with the Facebook groups and then I would move on to like, okay, I'm going to start looking around at who likes the same content that I like because you probably have a lot in common with those people. And I made a bunch of teacher friends four or five years ago doing this and I'm still friends with most of them. So it really does work. It's an incredible way to connect with people. So I hope that helps you out a little bit and I wish you good luck in searching for, your future teacher buddies. I think one of these days I'm just going to create a teacher friends group where people can go and join it and they can try to find their new teacher bestie. I guarantee he or she is out there. They just are probably living in another state, but with social media now, I mean, you can talk to your besties every day. My besties, none of them live in my state and I talk to them every day and we get together a few times a year And they just make my teacher life so much better because I can come to them with any problem and they totally know where I'm coming from. Whereas my friends from high school, my friends from college, the friends I've made at random jobs that weren't teaching related, they really don't get what I'm going through. Like all I have to say sometimes is, oh, we had to do this today. We had to take a MAPS test and it's like, oh boy, you know, or it's parent-teacher conferences and I have to work until nine. And they're like, I mean, they just get it, right? There's some things about teacher life that you just need people to get. So those are my tips for you. I hope they work out. Um, Let me know. I would love to hear back. Like if you meet your teacher bestie from any of these tips, I would love to hear about it. And to finish out this episode, I just wanted to touch briefly on you know, once you're building your your new teacher friendships, whether it's in your building or with someone online or at a meetup, just be able to recognize whether you're building a healthy friendship or an unhealthy one. Because I think so many of us have had unhealthy friendships and they're emotionally damaging. I mean, you can have long-term side effects from dealing with a bad friend. So I got this I got this quote off of my buddy Carrie um she's from educators to educators wonderful Instagram wonderful human being um she posted this quote yesterday and it really resonated with me and it's about having a guilt-free friendship and for guilt-free friends especially teacher friends you're looking for people that you know, anytime they get back to you is fine. Like you're not, you're never going to give them a hard time for not hearing back right away. Of course, you want people to prioritize you in their lives, but you got to understand, you know, teacher friends that have families and teachers in general are really busy people. So you want to find someone that understands when you can't get back to them, but then you also need to lend them that courtesy when they can't get back to you, which is why I love uh, I love building friendships and Voxer and Marco Polo because you can leave a message for someone and, you know, it's sitting there, it's waiting and there's not a lot of pressure. It's not like FaceTiming someone or, or texting someone and waiting for a response back. You're leaving a message and you know, that person's going to get back to you as soon as they can. Um, this also says on her quote on educators to educators, uh, a guilt-free friendship says that I will always assume the best about your motives and your motivations. And I think that's so key is that you want a friend that's assuming the best about you and, And you want to assume the best about them. And I think sometimes when you've been burned by people, it's really easy to be cynical and think that people are trying to trick you or that people are being negative or maybe they're talking behind your back. And that's a sign really that you're having issues from past relationships. And just kind of keep it in mind that you have to assume the best out of people, especially when you're going to build a friendship with them until they prove you wrong, right? Like If they prove you wrong, then believe them the first time. I love that quote. And then this last one really resonated with me because sometimes I can be a little bad about this. And that's sort of embarrassing to admit, but it says a guilt-free friendship says that I won't keep score. And I was like, oh man, <laughs> sometimes I know with some of my friends, I'm like, I always message them first. <laughs> or i i'm always the first person to talk to them i'm not going to do it anymore and i have like these little baby tanties but i have to remind myself that you know that's that's kind of an unhealthy thought on my part and if i want to keep these friendships healthy i mean who cares if you're always the first person to respond or the first person to reach out it's it shouldn't like your friendships with other people should not be a scoreboard you shouldn't be trying to one up people you shouldn't be trying to you know always have them contact you or like show any sort of weird power trips and i do feel like sometimes i'm always the person who's contacting some people and I get a little, I get a little edgy about it, you know. Sometimes I'll wait to talk to them for a couple days and just see what happens. But that's a really unhealthy thought, and I, I do realize that now after reading Carrie's post. Like, oh, okay, I need to stop. I need to stop keeping the contact score. So I'm just sharing that with you because I'm sure I'm not alone, right? Like sometimes there's just people that you're like, why am I always the one reaching out? But I, I always love the quote, you know, be the friend that you wish you had. And I have to constantly remind myself of that because I am an only child and I can get kind of self-centered and selfish and I want the whole world to revolve around me right now. But, you know, I... I do have to step back. And I think it's fine to recognize that you have some unhealthy traits like, oh, sometimes I do that. Mm, I could probably work on that. I think that's really emotionally healthy. And if you can recognize kind of the ways that you are a bad friend, I mean, that's that makes you a better friend because at least you're aware of how you really are. It's better than being in denial about it or going through friendships like you'd go through dirty socks, you know. So and I think that's how I've kept so many of my friendships. I, I I have, you know, I met all of these people four or five years ago, and I'm still such good friends with so many of them. And I feel like, you know, it's because I've learned my negative traits and kind of how to rain them back a little bit. And, but I've also been accepting and graceful of other people's negative traits. And it's, it's always, you're never going to meet like the absolute perfect person. There's always going to be a little give and take, but it's so much better than where I was six, seven years ago when I was thinking that I was totally alone in this teacher world, just swimming, you know, trying to, trying to catch my breath all the time. I mean, now, when I have a problem, my teacher friends are usually the first people I turn to because, you know, not even my husband really understands what like what it's like to be a teacher. So when I do have a problem and I can turn to my teacher friends, they just they always make everything better. And a lot of times they're telling me that I'm being silly and ridiculous and <laughs> to sell my horses down. And <laughs> but I need that. I mean, that's what you need in teacher friends. You need people to be able to talk to you, Frank. Tell you the truth. They shouldn't be sugarcoating everything in your life and walking on eggshells around you. You need people to be, I'm not saying mean, but a little bit blunt to kind of keep you, keep you on the right track. That's what I look for in my friendships anyway. And maybe, maybe you don't want that. Maybe you want people that sugarcoat everything and are all roses and lollipops around you. But I like it when people just tell it to me straight, even if it makes me feel like kind of a dummy sometimes. And I feel like I have surrounded myself with so many smart people that, you know, unfortunately, since I've attracted all these smart people into my lives, they're not afraid to tell me when I'm being dumb or making a mistake. (laughs) But I appreciate that. I would rather have these brilliant and talented teacher friends slapping me around sometimes, but also being supportive and helpful than have like fake friends who aren't, giving me the real deal. So anyway, that is my little tante about teacher friends. I hope you got some good ideas and tips for how to move forward and just kind of like how to maintain your teacher friendships and what uh, signifies a healthy teacher friendship because I want you to feel like I do every day. I feel like I am surrounded now by teacher friends who love and support me and I've never felt more confident about who I am as a person or the people that mean the most to me in in my whole life. Like teacher friends have enriched my life and I want them to enrich your life. So I hope that you can take something away from this episode. And until next time, I love all of you and have a great week. And don't forget that the most important person in your life is you. Put yourself first this week. That is your goal. Bye everyone. You've just finished listening to healthy teacher, happy, happy, Jessica. What? (laughs) Oh no, I don't know how to stop.